Welcome back to another episode of the Grunge Bible Podcast. My name is Ethan Shalloway, and I'm joined by the lovely, festive Chris Salona. Um, holiday edition. This is great. December 12th, we're coming to you. Happy Monday. Uh, Chris, you had a nice tree in the back. I do on. have a nice Christmas tree right there. So uh, growing What's up, the story behind well, it? the story behind it is, uh, I mean, it's the holidays. You got to get a <laughs> Christmas tree. But uh, yeah, I grew up. We always used to, uh, you know, get a a real live Christmas tree. So when I moved out, got my own place. My family was like, "You're getting a Christmas tree." I was like, "Hell yeah, I'm getting a Christmas tree." So uh, I've been in this apartment. This is my second Christmas in this apartment. So. I decided to keep it rolling. We we got it second um, year in a row. Yeah, I brought it home. Uh, uh, I think December December second. So you know you get the full month out of it. That's what you need to do. So I'm really fired up about it. So I decided to flip the camera. Uh, you know, because th- this thing's it's it's too nice not to have in view. So it just kind of I feel I feel for pretty the people giddy, that are list- you know I'm excited. This is good yeah, for the for the people that are listening, um, and can't see it. Chris yeah. has. He's got the blue lights, which are my favorite. That's what my nan always had on. So we we do all blue lights every year. My mom That's makes great. this. My mom makes this like soap, uh, fake snow that we decorate the tree with. And he looks like you got the, uh, the uh, silver. What are they called? The silver, like the the garland or the tinsel or whatever. Tinsel, yeah. tinsel. Yeah, I got, yeah. I got some of that. Mine's actually it's a mix. It's got silver and gold. Um, I have yeah. the multicolored lights. I got the star at the top and then just a bunch of different ornaments. Uh, some <laughs> special that I've accumulated in back, you know, that date back to my youth. And then some other ones that, uh, you know, I, I picked up recently for this, uh, this Christmas very ornaments. Occasion. Yeah, Christmas ornaments are kind of an underrated uh, gift and whatnot. I mean, we used to, everybody made them as in elementary school. Right. Most, I feel like most people to bring home and stuff. I have and those one that I made the, in the first grade yeah, on this those tree. Are some, those are some of the best. Uh, yeah, that's like 24 years ago or 20, yeah. 20 years ago, rather. And I'm just thinking like, year. that's kind of, that'd be kind of a cool gift to, to give to somebody and have, have them put on your, you know, on their tree. Yeah. So it absolutely. looks good and it fits. It looks like you measured it perfectly. It's Thanks. The star oh yeah, just absolutely. It's, this, this one's a little thick. Like last yeah, year, it's the a tree short fit. Fab- this is a thick boy. Rare, he's, he's stupid thick. He's got a dump truck. Rare girth. Yeah. This is some, this is some very rare girth. <laughs> this right is rare here. girth happening in the back it here. It really is. I mean, you don't see this type of girth <laughs> Old every day. Chub, rare when, girth. <laughs> when you do it, it kind of stops you in your tracks a little bit. But uh, yeah, I walk into my apartment every day and I just whoa. have to stop and take it. I'm like, whoa, that's that's <laughs> whoa. A, a wide load right there. But okay, all yeah, right. it's keeping keeping the spirits up, which is uh you know uh, very very important around this time of year. And speaking of spirits, uh, how's how, how are you doing today? What's what's going on in Shalloway Land? I'm doing well. Uh, we probably just had we're having a Christmas party on the 11th, so we just had our Christmas party and having some people over to the house, right? Making a bacon a ham or something, and nice, you know, making some wassail and. You know, gonna watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia Christmas or something like that. You know, pretty mm-hmm. low, but it, um, you know, it's gonna be fun. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm doing I'm doing really well. Uh, I head head home at the end of this week, so Sweet. or make start making my travels. I've got some plans thrown in there, but yeah, I'll be traveling home and yeah, energy levels is doing really well. They're they're a solid high level here, so That's I'm doing great. good. I'm I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of excited to do this podcast today. Uh, this is number yeah. 90, 90 in a row. We, we're getting to the end of the year, Chris. We, calendar we finally, year. We're finally getting to the end of the year. Calendar year, and yeah, you know we're getting around year two of the podcast being live because we're on mm-hmm. episode ninety. So episode one hundred and four, if my math is correct, will your be math the is uh, correct there, Ethan. So we're uh, we're re- it doesn't seem that far away, and no, it's, it's not. 
getting closer. So I'm, you know, I'm pretty excited about that. And yeah, I, I really, I've always liked the holidays and, uh, you know, some people do say that it's the season of giving and, uh, we have a lot of people that have decided to, uh, you know, regardless of the time of the year, they make it the season of giving and they make it the season of giving every single month when they support us on Patreon. So, um, if you want to give grunge Bible a Christmas present, um, that is one great way to do it. And, uh, recently we had an individual who decided to, uh, to gift us the gift of being a top level patron, uh, over there on Patreon. So I would like to thank Christine Shepard, uh, for taking part in this season of giving by joining up at the top level. This is, uh, you know, very, very, very thoughtful. And, uh, it's very helpful to us because, you know, you don't get into, you don't get two years of a podcast without missing a week. Uh, you don't get there on your own. So we have a lot of people on our corner and, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the people who are pulling a lot of weight in this corner are our top level Patreon supporters. So in addition to the lovely Christine Shepard, I would like to thank Alex Long, Black Hole Sean, Alexis Shannon, the Blue Owl, Brother Nature, Captain Hightop, Kara Kay, Doug Endy, Eddie Vetter got me through my second divorce, Faith Bittner, Fresh Tendonitis, Fuck Soup, Granny Grunge, Jade Mercado, our number one fan from Australia, Chris LSMS, Carlene Salona, my mother, Jamie Lynn, Laura Nyrene, Marianne, Millie, Rachel Corning, Nikki Six, Shoe the Shoeless, Seattle Four fanboy from New Jersey, the Garden State, and What the Fuck's Up Denny's. So uh, thank you to everybody who has supported us uh, at any point along the way. Um, especially the people who choose to do it every month that are able to do that. Um, it's, it's super, super helpful because you know, there, there are costs that are incurred with running this show and, uh, they, they help make that load a little lighter to, you know, put the load yeah. on them for a change. So if you are in a giving mood, yeah, which you might consider. as well be, it's the Christmas season. Yeah, you might as well be, uh, yeah. send a GB Christmas present in the form of joining the Patreon. Um, that would be awesome, and or maybe we could do something special for the people that joined during December. I don't know what that could be, but like they could be, could be our Christmas patrons and gift them you know. grunge Bible branded Santa hat, Santa hats or something. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, join and and there might be something on the other end, yeah. other than this wonderful podcast yeah. that we bring to you, which is delivered to you every single week. Um, yep, and throughout the holidays, you know, we we work throughout the holidays. A lot of people don't, but we do. That's right, and we have a really special episode coming out right around christmas we do yeah it's so, finally so december here. december 26th uh is is a monday so we will be releasing the day after christmas and um if you've been with us for a long time there's one episode that we've been dangling in front of you the carrot for a long time i'm not gonna say what it is because You're if not. you've been around long enough you know maybe next okay. week we'll we'll yeah, dangle maybe it next a little week. more um it's we've a got very a great special interview next episode. week but december 26th is one that has been uh, patiently waited for for a very long time, and I'm excited. I'm excited for it. I'm really. It's mm -hmm. probably. I'm know, excited to sit down and record it too. Yeah, me too. Because like, if you think about it, for the Grunge Bible podcast when we started, there were pretty much two things that I wanted to do. Number one, I wanted to interview June Swoon, Julie Lydell, which we did uh, last nice. week. And secondly, I want to record the episode that we're going to record and release on December 26th. And it's amazing that it, it's coming out as a Christmas present for it everybody. It's basically. our gift. It's, like, all it's, our, it's our gift. We've held off long enough. It actually wasn't even planned to release it, yeah. but it just, it really worked out perfect. And I really, I really, hope this that people, I really hope that people enjoy it. But then again, at the same time, if they think it stinks, I mean, that's just their opinion. That's just their so, opinion. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, you can't, you know, 
we'll see what you know, happens man. there. But really, really looking forward for that one. Forward to that one rather. But uh, you know, we cannot put the cart before the horse, and there are a few uh, few horses that need to make their way through before that <clears> cart. And uh, that's one of those horses is this episode today. Yeah, <laughs> this is great. It's the year so, to review. So we have we have some year to review right here, don't we? Yeah, this is going to be. We are going to do one after. Uh, for right after New Year's the second that'll be similar I think mm-hmm. and Drew our producer will be on that episode if all yeah, will. if all works out I already talked to him and we're gonna have we'll have like a Q&A year in review but today we're we're gonna do a personal year in review and talk about all the shows that we've been to mm-hmm. and the concerts that we've been uh, throughout the year because it was a a really good year for both of us. And I think this I mean we could have did last year's as well because I think we both went to a lot of concerts last year. I hadn't I actually I didn't get, go back and look at how many I did in 21, mm-hmm. um, but I do have my an accurate count for 22. I don't know if do you know how many you did in 21? I do, yeah. And and 2021 was kind of funky because a lot of artists weren't really playing shows until the summertime because of the restrictions from the pandemic and everything. But 2021, I saw six shows, which was at that point that was a that was a oh, personal s- best for me. I saw six, um, but in 2022, I saw 20 shows. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, at the time of this recording, I've seen 19. By the time it comes out, I'll have seen 20, barring any unforeseen circumstances. But 20, 20 is a big number. And I know um, you've spent a lot of your teen, teenage and adult life going to shows. It's been something you did. But I'm kind of a, a late bloomer in that regard. So I'm finally putting up some good numbers. And uh, how many how many were you able to get to this year? I, I know it's not it's not a few. It's it's a good amount. No, right? I counted. I counted 12. Yeah. Um, that's all the stuff that I had documented in my phone. I'm trying to, I didn't do a real hard look about if I, if I didn't take like right. a picture or something at a show, which I very well could have, but totally. I got 12 for this year, mm-hmm. um, which is a really solid number for me. I'll take that. Totally. Um, cause they have a lot of other stuff and these are 12 separate, separate nights, separate shows, not right. just artists, you know, yeah, I don't do that um, thing where people, if there's three artists playing like, Oh, I saw I saw forty-five different things. You know, it's like no, you you yeah. one one trip is a show, one right. one evening is a show. Um, I bet you saw twenty-one. I bet I'm, I have one on here that I bet you didn't put, but you, I I think you should have. <laughs> is this Birmingham Rock Band League? <laughs> the Rock Band League, exactly. Oh, yeah. Well, fuck it, man. I've seen it, twenty-one shows. <laughs> and you know what? And we'll just go right into it. That cracked my top five. <laughs> For, uh, no for shows of the year, oh Dude, that yeah, was, that was the spirit of rock and roll. <clears throat> that was the spirit of rock and roll. So this was um, March of 2021 in Birmingham. Yeah. Was that at um, Avondale? It was March. Yeah, March 13th. Yeah, it was at Avondale Brewing, which the they too. they hold. Oh yeah, I wrote down all the dates. They have um, they have a lot of good shows. I've seen a lot. Um, a few bands just really. Goose is coming to play at Avondale in, oh, yeah. in the, I think the I want to come down for that one. Yeah, I think I think you should. Um, I'm gonna get the tickets tomorrow. I'm gonna buy four naturally because right I think on. that's the limit. Yeah. And then, um, but yeah, we we went. So Chris was in for the weekend, and it was a Sunday, and we were like hungover. I was flying naturally. out that afternoon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We were hungover, um, you know, doing stuff. I was like, let's go, you know, let's go for brunch. Like we're not drinking, but then of course they had a few drinks, and like we get back into it real quick. And I was like, let me show you that where I go see music. So we walked down the road go back there and like they're just setting up music and we're like what's going on here turns out there's a rock band league and it's just basically the school of rock and um i just uh i just remember the little kids you know and that's one of my fa- that's why yeah. it was my one of my the favorites and awesome. broke it broke top 10 yeah there was a group of five kids like i don't even know if they were 13 they may have been younger 
Um, but they they played Smells Like Teen Spirit, and the dude had a Led Zepp- a tie-dye Led Zeppelin shirt, had the long blonde hair as a teenage boy, and it was just they were just ripping, having a great time. And we were just sitting there, kind of in limbo, having a few beers, waiting for the plane ride, and later it was one of those beautiful, yeah. you know, beautiful moments, the in between, mm-hmm. um, and a nice March day, and it was right awesome. On. Yeah, it was super cool, and I think. Every single time the common trope is, oh, rock and roll is dead. Nobody listens to it anymore. But I mean, if there's kids in Birmingham, Alabama, who are, you know, this is basically like um, like a travel team, but for music. Um, I mean, there, there's kids that are interested in it and there's kids that are, you know, putting themselves on the line. It's not, especially when you're when you're a teenager, even below that, like, it can't be an easy thing to perform for people. Um, so it's just so cool. You know, people are putting themselves out there and, you know, kids are being able to pursue passions that, um, you know, you can, you learn a lot about yourself from, so that was super cool. I remember I did forget mm-hmm. to put that one down on my list. So, <laughs> but as soon yeah. as you, as soon as you alluded to it, I, I knew what you were going to say. So <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it just felt good to good be one. out there. And I mean, we could have easily been like, all right, time to leave, but mm-hmm. we stayed, you know, it was a nice, Absolutely. nice way to support. And, yeah. um, so those things are kind of Ethan, random. do you have, do you have a list of all of your show, all of the, the shows that you've seen, right? Okay. Yeah. So I think to kick this off. Um, you said you've seen 12 that you, that you can remember and that you've documented, and I have 20. Um, I think we should just each read off of our lists, and then we can kind of go into some superlatives. How does that sound? Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I, I can go first, too. All right, yeah. And I think I think this is my first show was in March. I think I saw... Okay. Mine was, I, too, which, yeah. Yeah, so March 7th, I saw Sydney. Sydney Sprague opened up for Dashboard Confessional and uh, Jimmy Eat World. Then we had the Rock Band Club. Then in, in mid-April, I saw Jerry Cantrell, uh, COVID and all, or, you know, coming off of the, the heels of COVID, um, played a rock and show at the Ryman. Then I saw Modest Mouse. Then I actually did, I put in, I actually put in um, Steve-O. I went and saw Steve-O. So I, I just put in like the shows <laughs> that, that, that I saw. That definitely counts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so Steve-O, then I saw Rainbow Kitten Surprise in July. I don't think, I guess I missed June. I don't know if I saw any shows. Mm-hmm. Um, then... That was my only summer show. I didn't have anything until September where I saw Pup and the OGBMs here. Then I saw the Front Bottoms on September 25th. Then we saw the Taylor Hawkins Tribute Show. Then we saw Manchester Orchestra and PD in California. Then I saw the Front Bottoms again in Birmingham. And then I finished it up with uh, Trey Anastasio Band and Goose like two weeks ago. That's that's the cherry on top right there. Yeah, so... Uh, pretty solid list altogether. I, you know, I had had not. Um, I was able to cross out a few people that I wanted to see, like Modest Mouse, PD, mm-hmm. and Goose, and uh, Jerry Cantrell. I'd never seen them before, but then I also got to see Rainbow Kitten Surprise again, and uh, um, the Front Bottoms I saw twice, which were really good. So totally. it was nice. It was a good, it was a good a good mix up. I got to see you know Sydney, a new artist that we like. So that was really mm-hmm. cool that she came through. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's some some bands missing in there that I just yeah you know I'm getting the years mixed up in my yeah, head. Yeah, they're lost so. to the ages now. Yeah, it <laughs> is what it is. So pretty solid, pretty solid list. Yeah, that's really good. I like that list. So because I like I like I like getting new ones and I like seeing old bands that I like. Mm-hmm. Like you know yeah, that's a good, the perfect good mix. mix. A good mix is always really important. Um, different venues, different genres, different you know points of their careers. It's always fun when you kind of put them all together. You can touch all the bases. So. 
um, my year. Um, similar to you, I didn't see anything really in the winter. Um, I started uh, with a doubleheader in March, and I, I don't have all of the months here, but I can, you know, I can, I can estimate. Um, but I saw at the end of March, I saw car seat headrest and soccer mommy back to back nights. Um, had wanted to see car seat headrest for a while, so I was able to do that. It was my second time seeing soccer mommy. Moving into April, I had two shows in April. I had Jerry Cantrell, uh, much anticipated, and you know he blew the roof off, uh, you know up there in Boston. And then um, after that, I saw John Mayer also that month uh, up in Boston. And moving into May, um, I was able to see Tomberlin, um, which was super, super, super awesome. Um, you know, it was really, really small venue. There weren't that many people there. So I was, I was right up at the front. I was standing like right in front of her the whole time, which yeah. was really cool. Um, and then I saw, I believe these three were, um, were in pretty quick succession. Although I don't quite remember. I saw failure. I saw the Melvins and I saw camp cope, um, failure and camp cope up in Boston. The Melvins were here in Providence. Um, then moving on, I originally had tickets to see Lucy Dacus. Uh, she was supposed to come to Providence in March, but had to cancel it because of COVID. Uh, she pushed that back to July, and uh, Samia was tabbed to open, which was really cool because I really like Samia. Um, so I saw those two there. Um, I snuck in uh, an Elton John show on his farewell Yellow Brick Road never-ending tour, which now has, has departed the United States for the final time. So I was able to see him before, before uh, he called it quits there. Um, then I had a had a real real hazy night with a band of horses and black keys. Uh, <laughs> I, I was waiting for that to come. I forgot band of horses was a part of yeah, that. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> it was great. I just remember uh, I was a little disoriented, and I remember Laredo, which is my favorite band of horses song playing. I remember hearing the guitar, and I was like, "Oh hell shit. yeah, you good then?" <laughs> yeah, I, was, I got what I needed. Um, black keys were in there. Uh, then I hightailed it down to the Ocean Mist in South Kingstown, Rhode Island, to see my cousin John Cafferty play a ripping three-hour set. No uh, John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. Um, then I got to see um, Sharon Van Etten, Julian Baker, and Angel Olsen on their Wild Hearts tour. Um, I snuck in a Courtney Barnett show in Boston before I headed out to the West Coast, and I caught that triple header with you of the Front Bottoms, the Foo Fighters, Taylor Hawkins Tribute Concert, and Petey with Manchester Orchestra. Came back here, I grabbed a few more. I saw the Wonder Years, I believe, in October. Um, then I saw Petey at the Middle East up in Cambridge, Massachusetts last month. And I have one more, uh, King Buffalo, up in uh, up in Ma Boston, Massachusetts. Well, Brighton, I guess. Um, coming up, uh, I guess I'll be there two nights before this podcast comes out. So a pretty pretty full year, dude. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's funny because yeah, you snuck in Elton John and John Mayer. <laughs> People forget that I saw Elton John. <laughs> it's so so important and yeah, yeah, that's a good mix too. A lot of uh, mm -hmm. you know new bands, a lot of uh, rock and roll, a, a lot, lot of a lot of old men. Well, a, 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 lot, a, couple, a, lot, a lot of ladies, men, not really a, that a lot, many. A lot of women led bands though. Yeah, really, really cool. Sob yep. rock. Mm hmm. Sob Rock, yeah, John Mayer was in there, but um, yeah, I think um, and I've spoken to you, you know, just as friends, and I've also spoken to you about this on the show, but like, um, you actually you you played a large part in me kind of getting out and starting to see shows more because I know you've always done it and you've always spoken so highly of it, and uh, yeah, I was I was really hooked. I have to say, I'm I'm tired. I kind of see shows in bursts where I'll like I'll see like four in a month, and then I I'll go two months without seeing them. So after um, after the summer and after the California or the West Coast trip that we did where I saw, you know, a bunch of shows, I probably saw most of my shows between like 
July and September. And, um, I'm, I'm fatigued from shows. I passed up a few that I was, uh, you know, I had earlier, I, I had anticipated and anticipated going to earlier, but I'm okay. You know, you gotta, you gotta rest when you can. <laughs> yeah. Some, sometimes there's, you know, unforeseen circumstances that you just can't go. You yeah. can't do it. Uh, but I really wish you would have went to the Kurt Vile show that, 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 yep. hurt, that hurt, yeah, that hurt me, me when that, when that one got passed up, I was like, you know, a little upset, but I understand right. it was. Yeah, I passed up. Uh, that was that was like a down era for me. I passed up Kurt Vile. Um, I never ended up buying tickets to Alice in Chains with Bush and Breaking Benjamin. Um, and then there was, I think, the Local H played in Boston last <laughs> week. I passed that one up. And um, Modest Mouse, I had tickets for, but they canceled their show. So I mm. think those were kind of the big ones that I let fall by the wayside, or you know, yeah. fell by the wayside of their own doing, but. Yeah, yeah I, I, I definitely, uh, I know you're disappointed in me for the Kurt Vile decision. It's all right. I mean, I, I was talking to Nick again this, like last week when I saw him, and he he just said again how he's, Kurt Vile is just the, our rock, you know, he's kind of, he's just like a, he's a rock star for our, yeah. he's not, he's not old yet, but he's kind of like the old rocker that we have in a way, but. Kind of like our generation's Jay Mascus or something. Yeah, well, I was gonna say I, mean, I had probably very similar generation. I had Dinosaur Junior tickets that I missed the show on yep. as well. I remember that. That's yeah, right. We, we rescheduled we, it and then it got it got yeah. lost by the person that had the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> oh yeah. So all right, let's let's rank the top five. So you want to go first? Do you want me to? Yeah, I would. I would. I would go first for sure. Do you have, a, do you have a list? Do you have a list written up? I do have a list written out. See, right, you underestimate. The, <laughs> you underestimate me there. <laughs> um, so I, I, I don't know if I should include the Taylor Hawkins tribute show because I mean it's I in put a it class number one. of its own. Yeah, that yeah would I have put it to number one. The de facto number one. So um, I, assume, I, I have that, and then I have a top four traditional show list. I mean, and, and we did, you know, we did two hours on the Taylor Hawkins tribute show right after it happened. So yeah. uh, you can go check out that episode somewhere in the early eighties of the podcast, but um, there's gotta be a little bit of recency bias here um, in my list. Although mm-hmm. no, not really actually, but it's so hard for me to rank, but I honestly had a fantastic time at the Jerry Cantrell show. I was right up in front and that mm-hmm. was probably, Oh, I can, I can look right here. I think it was the third show it was the third show I saw this year. So it was really kind of like, honestly, I was still in that period of being woken up by like the, like the part of your brain that loves live music. There was no fatigue. Yeah. No, it was, yeah, I was, I was fresh. I was, I was chomping at the bit to get in there. So, um, you know, I ended up going up there and I, I, I met, uh, Alex Long, top level patron and, and his, and his buddy, uh, Brody, we went up there and had a great time. We got right up front. Super, super awesome. I think that's gotta be number one for me. Um, well, I guess number two, yeah. your top. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I was going to say it's, uh, that would have been my guess for your top show. I mean, it just sounds like such a blast and he really killed it and you guys are so close. Yeah. I wish that, I wish mine was a little bit more like that. I didn't mm-hmm. quite have that and I was by myself too. So I don't, it didn't crack my top five. I mean, it, it was an amazing show, but I also, yeah. I mean, it could easily be. I could, I could move it in there, but yeah, that's the thing. I, I really, I didn't see very many bad shows. Like they were, I, all, I got something out of all of them. But Jerry definitely comes to mind first. Um, after Jerry, so I guess in the three hole. So we got Hawkins tribute Jerry. Number three for me has to be Pedia Middle East downstairs up in Cambridge. Uh, yeah. Last month, so we had seen him in. Um, uh, in Ventura, California, opening for Manchester Orchestra, and I remember like. Um, 
we uh like we, we were dming him a little bit and he was like hey he's like thanks thanks for coming like can't wait for you guys to see the uh um like the headliner show and like honestly like he was right it was it was so cool just to be in a crowd of like everybody who was there like for him for his music it was this like small little venue uh you know if you're from the northeast you probably know the venue it's it's like a basement like the ceilings are probably like 10 feet tall maybe um and it was the energy was fantastic i was with a lot of really good friends um you know the the bartender let me purchase six beers by myself which was great um so everything worked out the set was super super fun um i i know all of his music so it was just one of those great nights so i'd have to say that one um, that's a good one yeah that one's that one's number three and there's there's not much of a gap between jerry and Petey there um Moving on, I would have to say, I think number four, um, I really loved that front bottom show that we went to. I, nice. I had like this whole year, I mean, you got me on the front bottoms train heavy earlier th- this spring when, uh, when I came down to visit you in Birmingham and we were able to see them in Boulder, Colorado and uh, Mother Folk opened for them. They did a really good job, but the front bottoms, that was just super fun because I had a lot of anticipation built up into it and they're they're just great performers. Brian, you know, he's he's a great performer, and it was just so a lot good. of fun. So uh, it was nice hopping in there with you for sure. So that's definitely number four. Um, and I have to say, like a, a lot of these shows that I've mentioned, certainly Jerry PD and the Front Bottoms, like the energy was super high, and it was super energetic show. Um, Taylor Hawkins tribute was in its own category, obviously, of just being like a just like a complete overload of different emotions, you know, over the course of those six hours. So I think for my five spot, I'm going to pick a show that is definitely different from all of the other ones that I've mentioned so far. Um, and that would be the to- the Tomberlin show I'm going to pick. I was right on. I was going to say, I, I was going to guess and say Tomberlin. It was either that or the Wonder Years, but I figured mm-hmm. the Tomberlin was a change of pace that we wanted yeah, to hear. So. It, it really nice. was. So that was um, that was in May. I, I forget the venue, honestly, um, but it was this tiny, tiny little venue um, and it was like, it had like a bunch of like tables with chairs in the back and everything. So I, I showed up like pretty early, um, because I was just, I was, my mind was working of like some of like the bigger show, like the, like the 2000 seat places or capacity places where like, you got to show up early if you want a good spot. So like I showed up like right when the, when the doors were at seven, probably the opener was at eight. And I think Tom Berlin came on at nine. So like I showed up at seven and like, I'm like, oh man, I got to go in. I got to get my beer and I got to get to the front. (laughs) There was nobody there. Like I was just standing like at the front rail, just like with my, like my beer, like on like the stage, like just waiting for a long time. And it was, uh, it was, she did a, she did a a tour, I think for maybe like a month and a half in the States. And that was her first show with the band. I mean, it was just really cool. It was a really kind of, um, like close environment and like uh like comfortable uh yeah. because there were there were technical issues uh, you could tell that the band was still kind of like figuring some stuff out with playing together um the crowd was just super sweet and she was super sweet and um really really cool and and i got to uh i, I got some merch after and uh i was able to uh to meet her and, and thank her and everything and i got her to sign yeah. that poster that i sent down to you so mm-hmm. um that's definitely that's that's a memorable one for sure because it was the first show of the tour, and you know I'd wanted to see her certainly ever since I learned about her music. So I'd have to say that's my top five. That's great. That's I'm happy to hear that Tom Berlin, Front Bottoms, and Petey all made the top five, and the Taylor Hawkins. I felt yeah 
I feel like I, I, I just love hearing that because those are bands that I love that I yeah, probably like I, a I of my I passed them I passed them on yeah <laughs> exactly. and, and you and you went and became huge fans I'm pretty sure so I went to you know we had the Spotify Wrapped going on right now and I oh, went yeah. to Rap I went to season. check it out and something happened where I didn't I I couldn't see like the only thing I could see was my my playlist they made I didn't see all the stats I don't know where it went mm-hmm. I can't like find it uh oh. Yeah, it doesn't matter though. I'm almost kind of against it. I'm ready to have one of my one of my questions at this is is it time to switch to band camp, Chris? <laughs> I think, <laughs> you know, I think honestly, I cuz what happened was I got signed out of my Spotify because I had to downgrade for like 2 days cuz it wasn't accepting my payment or whatever. I don't know. I'm back to I'm back to normal normal member, but yeah. I was thinking, I was like, you know, talking this talk about uh Spotify, this Spotify that, but maybe maybe I just don't know what the I don't know. Do they have playlists on Bandcamp? Can you make? I don't your know. Playlist? It's, it's, it's hard because like <laughs> kind of interface they have. Briefly answer it. Like what I try to do is like, you know, I use Spotify just for the ease, obviously, but it's shit right. for artists and it doesn't help the artists. Like if an artist that I like comes out with something, or like if I go to a show and I like them, like I'll buy, I'll buy something, something from the merch table or right. something, or I'll I'll try to buy like the vinyl direct from them or something if I can. So I try to supplement that because it's, I feel so hypocritical being like Spotify fucking sucks. Like it sucks. And I'm like, Oh my God, Spotify wrapped is out. Wrapped is here. I'm a sucker. I love it. Yeah, it's like, here we go. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Cause I, I mean, we're all, we're all liars. We're all hypocrites, but I, I struggle with that. And I think as each month goes on, I'm like, fuck, like I can't, it's a cycle. It's good. I mean, a lot of people use it. So maybe we can get a lot of people to listen. Well, to... it sucks too. Cause like we, like all of the artists we talked to, like Spotify fucking sucks, but then it's like <laughs> every single artist, <laughs> like, please share my stuff on Spotify. <laughs> Kid, do you have a playlist you can put this on? Yeah, so we're just we're we're prisoners to the system that holds us in chains. I don't know. It's like this weird. I don't know. That's a question yeah. for another time. Yeah, we'll check it out. But I'm pretty yeah, we'll sure on my in my playlist, um, mm-hmm. my my top song was uh, "Born by Goose." I do know that. Hell yeah, and it was just pretty cool. But I'm, I, think I that's had a, a lot song of, of the week alumnus as well. Oh yeah, but I had a lot of Tom Berlin up there because I would listen mm-hmm. to her to like go to bed. I bet you Tom yeah. Berlin at weddings was my... and the new record. I don't know who yeah. needs to hear this. Yeah, yep. I I would I would put money that that would probably be my top artist of the year, which is pretty oh, sweet. Yeah. I like that. So I listened to her a lot for a long time, and I, you don't you don't mm-hmm. realize you don't realize how you, much you, you, listen you don't to realize how until the end. I guess the phases exactly. <laughs> the yeah. phases of the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all right, let's awesome. hear your top five. So you went you went from one to five, which I thought was interesting. You started with the favorite. Um, yeah, I guess no, yeah, that's that's true. There wasn't yeah, a countdown. I, well, I wasn't sure where some of them fell in, so it was like process of elimination, I guess. Yeah, so I will. I'll start from five. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, this is this is the proper way to do the it. The more traditional, just we'll keep just the because. listeners on the edge of this. But seats. I will say, I will, I'll I'll say that number one is the Taylor Hawkins as right. well. It's in its own category, as we discussed. And rock the rock band the rock league show is like five. But it also could be six if you want, because I have a tie at four. So we'll say it's All six. Right, we'll put it back to six. Yeah. So I have no a tie. Um, no ties. So I, I no got to pick one. So you got to pick. Okay. okay. <laughs> then I'm going to go number five being, yeah, I'm going to go with Modest Mouse. Nice. So Modest Mouse, I went and saw by myself. It was highly anticipated. I was nervous. But Isaac delivered a really great show. You made me kind of fall in love with the the newest album a little bit more, and and I was talking to a friend about it, somebody that really likes them, and she was talking about the album and, and what she likes about it, and basically like 
you know, all this stuff is pretty sad and whatnot. And, and you yeah. followed a journey throughout his, his career in writing. And then this new album is like a lot more, a lot brighter. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like looking back and it's, it's kind of like you get to see the growth that he as a person has went yeah. through and it's, it's really cool. And I think it's a, it's a really good, and the lyrics are still really great. Um, in that album, it's a little different. It's a little faster at times, but it was cool. It was a really good, really good, uh, show. I wish I was with some other people, I guess. I think it was a Sunday night too. So it was just kind of mm-hmm. like hanging out in the middle, but, uh, yeah. so it was solid. Uh, the number four, the one that was tied with, uh, I think this Goose show has kind of changed my life, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I think you're in. I, uh, I mean, you had a lot I'm of in. I'm, and you I'm, had a lot of Trey songs that were perfect for your first Trey show. Oh, dude, and Jedi, Jedi, Jedi Trey. Trey. <laughs> I had I had Jedi Trey on my first one. I mean, they played uh, fucking first tube as, an, as the last show, of the first set. Yeah. Um, so Trey Anastasio. Uh, came out and finished the first set with Goose, and then Goose came out and played with Trey. It was four hours. I was with people that just love it. Obviously, I was going to say, like, we have to mention you were with some real connoisseurs who catalog set lists for fish. <laughs> yeah. um, so you had you had the, the hard perfect, drives. You had the perfect trip sitters for the, for this type yeah. of en- for this type of endeavor. And um, I kind and I went with also like one of my good friends who was taking pictures for uh, on the front line for both of them. Yeah, and uh, he's a big fan and. And like, you know, as the days and weeks have passed, I realized, I mean, I've been, I've, I've listened, (laughs) I have a confession, Chris, I've actually, they have the audio on YouTube for the show and I've listened to it already twice through. Right on, dude. Absolutely. I'm in. I I think I've, we've been working on this for a long time. We've been working on this for a year and a half. For the jam band stuff. Yeah. And I think seeing the show really set me up for, um, just more and more to come. And also, you know, this band Goose, I mean, of course, like I guess I told you, I was sitting there and there's a person in front of me that was texting and big, like, you know, super old people uh, texting. So mm-hmm. naturally, I wasn't trying to look, but it was like they were texting. And I was like, you, you might know, as they, well, though, they, at were, that they, point. they were like, Goose just doesn't do it for me like Trey does. It's like they're good <laughs> and all, but they don't move my soul like Trey and I'm just like, and so, that's the thing. People in that crowd, they're not going to a concert for anything less than that to be completely right. and utterly spiritually moved by what's going on on the well, stage. And, but you know why? It's because these people got high for the first time to fish back back right. thirty years ago, yeah. and that's why. That's why when you you have it's like connections me with Buddy with, Miles, <laughs> yes, you have you have connections with bands, especially mm-hmm. that if you're high listening to them, you have these connections that. They carry for 25 years. The dead, yeah. you know, these is very, you know, it is what it is. So, yep. um, and I think uh, Goose is kind of being that for me. Like, I'm getting, I'm getting like, I don't know, and more, more into it. And I get it because they're pretty young. And now they just, they played a few like late night shows. Trey came and played them with that tour. They're playing mm-hmm. with Dead & Co. And they're really, they're really moving up. They're popping yeah. off a lot in this, in the jam band world and just the rock and roll like world. Like I said, a lot of late uh, late night shows and a lot of yeah. just tours coming out. So I will, I'm expecting them to be around and be really good for the next couple of years. So I don't know. I, I really liked it. Like I said, as the time kind of, I got a shirt, um, mm-hmm. cause the posters were out. Uh, yeah. it's a tie dye shirt. I think it shrunk already. It's probably not that good. Uh, probably cares, not. Though. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah this, but I had to get something. I got some great. koozies so, and stickers yeah, that I yeah, lost 100%. already. Yeah. So this is um this is episode ninety and and I think you're at a fair point where you can say that you finally get it. So we had this original debate <laughs> Not yet. on almost we, yeah you're getting I need close. To, I need to 
you know, go to a concert. Exactly. And, and be, yeah. and be well, fully, let's, let's go to, fully let's immersed. Let's go to Goose in Birmingham in the sp- next spring and we'll, we'll, yes. we'll, we'll get that done. So we're, this debate for us started on episode balls. 22. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> episode go. 22 back on August 13th of 2021. We had, wow. uh, it was called New Music, The Lame List, and The Jam Band Debate. So finally it took, wow. only took us, uh, you know, however many episodes, 70, 62 episodes or whatever. And now we're here. Yeah, and I feel like you know I always episodes. get on a, a tangent. I'm glad you pulled that up because yeah. you know, through the, I tried, you know, I kept trying. We tried, to, we did the fish. We tried to get in the yep. dead. I talked to some people, but mm-hmm. you know, you always get pushed away because it's their territory. But mm-hmm. um, I think that's why I'm able to. I'm getting a little. I feel like I'm there at the ground level, so that's yeah, what I'm gonna dude. stick to. So like anyway, it. it was a really good show. Trey was yeah. great. Trey was happy. Trey, as they called him, we got happy Trey that night. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. So that's in the four hole for you. So now we're moving to the the top three. three. Top three. Um, Number three, I'm going to go with PD um, in California. Okay, yeah. Santa Barbara, right? Was it Santa Barbara we saw? It was Ventura. Ventura, right? Yeah, we went to Santa Barbara the... Um, before, right before the right show, before. we were in Santa Barbara, yeah. And yeah, this one was just like a culmination of a lot of things. I was with some of my best friends. We drove the coast of California. We went up mm. to, you know, we hung out on the pier and then we went in and just saw Pete and you're screaming our lungs out to PD and we we're like, you know, 20 people within this crowd of Manchester fans that, mm-hmm. and we're just like, you know, can couldn't give two shits about that band. They were good. Yeah, Manchester was good, but They're like, fine, I, we were so, yeah. ex- but PD did so good for being like under the weather or whatever he was, but it was just such a fun, it was just a fun night to be a part of yeah. altogether. So I, I really enjoyed that show and I'm jealous you got to see him um, mm-hmm. later as a, a headliner because that makes a huge difference. But I am glad that we got to see him together for the first I agree. time. And I have to tell you, like if I hadn't, if I hadn't seen him headlining in Boston, um, it, it still would have been, like the the show that we yeah. went to would have been in my top five easily just because of yeah. what you would what you had said you know it was kind of a culmination like where we were waiting and there was an opener before him and I think he came on and you know the band comes on and I think like pitch a fit was the first song and I was like we were so so excited for it and yeah, it was a lot of know, anticipation it was an hour of great music you know yeah it was so good and like I said just being in California and having to be like we we're mm-hmm. just out there doing it. Mm-hmm. Where we could have been, you know, it's like, oh, that was, you know, a, that, they, was a, that was one of the best bookends to that week that we, yeah, probably like, the best that we could have had. Yeah, for sure. I think, and I think, um, no, to- totally, totally. Mm-hmm. Seeing shows when they come through your town is one thing, but I feel like being out there somewhere else for like that yeah, was the you only got thing. Some skin in the game, it's not yeah. easy, it's not convenient to get out there. And at that point, that was the only thing we had on our minds. That's the only thing we were doing was that yeah. night, and yep. then the it's next like, day, gotta go see PD. Yeah. So yeah, really, no, right. Really and it's funny, speaking of uh, the dreaded Spotify of, of the wrapped, um, uh, my top five songs, four of them, <laughs> four of them were PD songs. Oh yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah, PD was number two for me. I can't remember. Yeah, he was song, my but... number two artist as well, allegedly. Um, that's super cool. Yeah. No surprises that that's in your, that's on your yeah. list there. Number two for me, right behind the Taylor Hawkins show. This is an interesting one and I have reasoning behind it. It's right, going to, well, it. not that interesting, but it's the Front Bottoms in Birmingham. Yes. And um, the one in Colorado was awesome. It was really good. And we had a lot of good conversations about it and whatnot. And and I think I left that and I was, I was you know, I was like, I get to see him again in a few weeks. And I was like, you know, I like, I like seeing bands multiple times. And we talked a lot about how I saw them a long time ago to now and you get to see their mm-hmm. growth. So I was really, you know, interested in like, okay, like. What are they going to do at this next show? How's it going to move me? You know, I've saw, I just saw them or something like right. that. 
Yeah. And it was one of those things where I went in, I was back at a different group of uh, three people that was all their first times and were in the back and like, you know, they started playing and Brian was just bringing it. And all of a sudden I was, I felt so moved that, you know, I went down to the pit and like, it was just such a, a reminder of why I love that band again. It's like, man, they just like, it doesn't matter how many times I hear these songs, like it just really brings it out of me. And I was just like, just such a good time. Like it just fully, like I said, I, w- I went away from the friends that I was with. I was just in the pit with what seemed like a, a crowd that was a little more engaged than the one in uh, Boulder. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was just a really nice reminder, like again, of why I love them. And they just still rocks. He still gives everything. And I was just impressed. You know, I was just like, yeah, this is why, this is why he's, they're a good band. And yeah. uh, so I think it was like, I mean, I could put the Boulder one there too, but I think it was mm-hmm. the second one. And I was like, okay, like what, what are you going to do? And it was like, yeah, just as good and really uh, great set list and really good. I always wonder what I was thinking about because he did like requests at the end. And yeah. of course, I'm, I'm wondering if it was actually requests or if it's the same, like, uh, you know, just waiting for somebody to say, oh, flashlight. Okay. Yeah. That's what that's yeah, good. <laughs> exactly. Cause like, I, like artists have been like, uh, they're like, just so you guys know, like, I can't hear a fucking thing anyone out there is saying. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> when they ask for requests, it's like they can't hear anything. So I don't yeah. know, it's weird. It's funny. So that was, um, that was yeah. a really, really good show, and it felt like it was nice because it was here. Special. And, yeah, special. So, so it, I'm gonna go see him again. When they, I'm just gonna see him every time I can. Yeah, so basically, dude, me too. That like, there's there's bands that I have that are like, you know, if they're around, you know, if, if they've got if they've got the time, I've got the beer. Basically, yeah. I've got the money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I always have the money. So, um, have you have you purchased any tickets for uh, 2023? Yeah. So. I was going to say one of my rules, me and my brother, when we used to go a lot is you always have, you always have to have one on deck. You know, when mm-hmm. you, when you see your last one, then you're allowed to buy your next ticket if you don't want to yeah. buy too many at once. So, um, I have my boss, Brian, he, he buys tickets. So we actually have tickets for death cab, um, okay, at, the end yeah. of, at the end of January or maybe mid January. So death mm-hmm. cab is coming. And then, um, tomorrow tickets go on sale the for, show. The Goose right. Show, and then there's also a Mount Joy show that they're coming through Birmingham. I've seen them twice. They're pretty cool. solid. So yeah. I'll probably have those three um, solidified. Mm-hmm. I mean, definitely, yeah, I'll probably have those three solidified by tomorrow. And I think that's mm-hmm. the only, and I really want to get, um, well, we'll get to that later. I have a, a wish list category of bands you want to see, but yeah. But yeah, just those. How about you? Got any tickets on? Yeah, there? I have. Um, I bought Jerry Cantrell tickets. He's coming to Providence in April or something. And then I have. Um, I have a ticket. This is gonna be a little, little travel journey for me. But um, uh, I Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. They're going on tour in 2023 in the states. And I couldn't really get tickets to Boston, and the resale market's fucked. So my friend um, Austin, who lives uh, in the wintertime, uh, he lives in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, um, he uh he got tickets to the show in Kansas City, Missouri in February. So uh, he was kind enough. He was like, "If you want a ticket, I'll get you one." Um, you just you make it out here, and so I'm I'm gonna go oh. there for a nice little destination. See see a friend I, I haven't that. seen in a while. So I think that'll be a really really good memory. And uh, a couple others. Um, I think I mean everything's getting announced seemingly now. Yeah. Um, but um, Hot Mulligan and the Wonder Years announced I think last week that they're touring together. Uh, but they're coming closest. They're coming to me is New Haven, Connecticut, which I think it's about two hours from me, but I think I'll have to make that drive. Um, see if my my Wonder Years buddy. Uh, I don't think he'll be able to make it. He's he's busy with a work obligation. That's that's Cullen. That's Eddie Vedder got me through my second divorce. Hell but yeah. uh, I'll have to go and hammer four double rum and cokes on my own <laughs> to yeah. get in there. Hell yes. 
Yeah, man. So I want to so see that they play in Nashville, I think, and I, I kind of want to get up there to it if I can. Maybe Andrew will go yeah. with me. I might have, I might have to meet you there, dude. That'd be awesome. I've that would be got sick. The time. So what? Um, if you had a wish list, if you had like four mm-hmm. or five bands that you haven't seen yet, you really want to see for whatever reason. Maybe they're going out last tour. Maybe you just miss seemingly miss them every time they come through. Mm-hmm. Who are the bands that you feel like yeah, you want to see? Yeah, I or- definitely. I have a few that are on my list for sure. Um, definitely, Modest Mouse is on there. I had the ticket, and the show got canceled. Yeah, that sucks. You know, that's that's a missed opportunity right there. Additionally, people have some like such complete Blink 182. <laughs> yeah. No, I will I will not be at the the reunion tour. Uh, I don't really have any interest in that. Um, but um people have such conflicting opinions on the Counting Crows and Adam Duritz, but I love their music. And if you pulled if you pulled 10 people coming out of a Counting Crows show, five of them would say is the greatest show they've ever seen. Five of them would be like it's the fucking worst thing I've ever seen. It's like Bob Dylan just babbling. Um but I I love them. Um, I almost, I almost reeled them in. I had them on my line in August of 2021, yeah. but somebody in the party had COVID, so they weren't able to play that night, and they never came back to make up the date. I don't think. Um, so there, those two are definitely on the list. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I, I would love to come and see Goose for sure. Uh, I hope I can finally, you know, get the gears to turn so I can start to get it a little bit. You know, <laughs> figure, figure that out. Um, but otherwise, out. I mean, my list is growing with each year of like, if they're in the area, I will see them. Um, you know, and a lot of the artists that I saw this year, like if they're playing a show in, in Rhode Island or, or Massachusetts or even Connecticut for that matter, like I want to go see them. But I think those, those immediately come to mind. Um, I have Springsteen ticket, so that's, you know, that's been on the list for a long, long time, obviously. But, um, other bands like, I don't know, man. Like if uh, if like Pearl Jam does another U.S. tour, like I I don't know. Like it's expensive. <laughs> they, it's expensive. It's really expensive, and money's expensive. So I mean, you could go seen to it. you go to one Pearl Jam show, you can see the front bottoms four times. Exactly. <laughs> We're about to be excommunicated from our own podcast for saying that, but uh, but the fans understand. I mean, yeah, they understand. The Ticketmaster thing that's going on. The Taylor yeah, Swift fuck Ticketmaster, man. <laughs> That's the other thing, uh, Taylor Swift. Like, um, my mom asked me because I, I like Taylor Swift. She's like, "Are you are you getting tickets?" I'm like, <laughs> "That's a funny joke." To like, mortgage take my out non-existent house, sell my car to go see her. Um, I, no, I don't really have an interest in that, but yeah, I don't. I, that's that's a really good question. The wish list. I, I'm sure if I thought more about it, I would have I would have better answers. But yeah, that's um, those are my answers now. But I think the best ones are the ones that you find out about, like. A month, a month and a half before, and like, oh shit, they're gonna be here, and you you know you just scrounge and find a ticket somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. Those are fun; they always pop up. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? So for me, I have. <clears throat> I really want to see Petey again. Yeah. Live or yeah. headlining. He's, like, he's always on on the list. Yeah, he, he's me. always on my list. Like I want, I want to see. I've seen him once, but like he's still my wish list. I want, I still want to see him. Mm-hmm. Um, I put Dead and Co there. Uh, because the final tour. They're on their final tour, which I talked to, of course, I talked to Chad. He's like, yeah, well, he's like, well, Bob Weir's going to keep playing. Like, it's like their drummer's just like 80, and I think he's done. <laughs> so, like, you know, half yeah. the band is going to be done, but they're still going to continue playing. So, and it's a classic, like, final tour, but I definitely, I do want to make it out. Because as long as I see Bob, then, you know, <laughs> I don't know. The, yeah, exactly. So, I, I really do want to make it, but that seems like, I looked at the tickets in Fen, uh, Fenway just the other day, and they're like, 
really expensive. Yeah, compared not, to like not, some of the other shit. A cheap, a cheap buy-in. Yeah, and I had to, I'd have to fly there, so we had to, we had to do some looking there. Yeah, um, we'll collaborate. Yeah, so I'd like to, I'd like to see them though, uh, for historical mm-hmm. reasons, and um, but Kurt Vile, I think Kurt Vile's at the top of my list right now, just because I feel like he's he's really he, he released this Spotify single for uh, Here Comes Santa. It's a cover of a Bob Dylan. Uh, old Bob Dylan song and it's so good I love it right now I just like mm. I've listened to it a ton and sent it around so I got Kurt Vile I put Hot Mulligan on there because they're coming okay, around yeah, and and I've really liked them they've been my emo band for a couple of years now that I've, I've really enjoyed so I, I want to mm. go see them for a bunch of reasons and uh, and then the other one I put Oliver Tree I love nice I, I like that a lot I yeah. love I love Oliver cool. Tree and he's came through like he actually played in Birmingham um, like in August, I don't know if it was this year, but I was away, like mm. I was at home, so I just wasn't able right. to make it. And he's had a few like close calls, and he's just so funny and such a like, you know, he is a performance on stage and stuff. So mm-hmm. I'd love, I think he would be really cool to see. And you know, there's a few people like that that, you know, like Taylor Swift. You go see her, and you get to see the music, but you know that it's going to be like this amazing show, right? Performance there's more type. to it, yeah. Yeah, I, a like, lot of people say like that about U2. the 1975 now. Yeah, U2. yeah. The, 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 these oh, they're just was, a huge production. I remember Bleachers had a pretty, pretty big kind of setup, if if I remember right. You said yeah. Avondale. I mean, for yeah, they Avondale's. Were, you know. Yeah, they were solid. They were solid. They weren't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, nothing I, like you know <laughs> the Joshua Tree. Yeah, you, you know who see. does. You know who does some absolutely batshit uh, El- production. Elton John. Elton, no, not 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 crazy, but Roger Waters. I've heard uh, yeah. is like completely just 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 like a fuckery of of, of a production setup. But. Yeah, to do some. I mean, that's you know MGK does that stuff too, or he like yeah, really surprise me. No, he does like I, mean, I watched that documentary and it was like pretty crazy the stuff that they like do and yeah, but. I would also want to see um, Post Malone would be cool. That would uh, be cool, a, yeah. There's a few people like Post Malone. I mean, I guess he like travels, but I mean, I'm, I don't know. I never see any, I never see where he's playing. You know what I mean? It's always playing not not near. I, well, actually, that's a lie. I think he was just in Boston not that long ago. But I, you know, I think I, there's like a lot of like, like Post Malone, like some of these people that you're mentioning, like I would go, but like it wouldn't be of my own accord that I went. It would be like you or somebody would be like, hey, like, do you want to go? Like, I'd be like, all right, I'll I'll go. Yeah. I mean, the answer for me is almost always yes. Like, if I'm free, like, hey, you want to go to a show? Like, yeah, I'll go. Yeah, uh, I'm seeing King Buffalo this weekend. Like, I mean, you want to go? Yeah, I'm I'm in. Yeah, I'll go I'm see down. King Buffalo. <laughs> and one of the one of the bands that's always that has been at the top of my list for years that I've never been able to catch is Bonnie Vare. I've always okay, wanted. Yeah, they're one of like, mm-hmm. my favorite favorite um, groups yeah. of all time. Yeah, and Justin Vernon's so good. Justin Vernon is so good, and but they kind of. They're uh, they're hard to catch when they come and play, and the tickets are always really hard to get. So, mm-hmm. like he's you know he's on the list, but I know that I don't know he's not going to come to Birmingham or yeah. something. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I mean I'm down for whatever as far mm-hmm. as music goes. Yeah, no me me too. I always am. Um, looking back to 2022, I, I I balk at the idea of of each of us trying to anoint the worst show that we went to. Um, but we can later, but, um, is there, is there anybody that you saw that you were most surprised by negatively or positively in terms of, you know, how they sounded, the stage presence, what the crowd was like, um, you know, the quality, uh, like, is, was there anything that like, you were like, wow, like that's not really what I expected. Um, not, nothing really jumps out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Not really. I mean, <laughs> maybe Jimmy World could have been a little bit. I guess they actually they kind of impressed me. I think. I think that yeah. I was kind of like okay, maybe they're more than just the middle, and they kind of had some good stuff, mm-hmm. but nothing too nothing too surprising to me. I guess when I went and saw, I saw uh, Pup and the OG BMs opened up for them, and yes. I, I I documented them on the story, and they were just mm-hmm. this band from Canada that was like pretty hardcore, and they were really fun. Um, yeah. So they they did surprise me and they were really cool. Um, they're from Montreal, I believe, because Pup is also Canadian. So that was really good, um, but nothing like nothing too too crazy. Yeah, I I think for me there there were two that um, surprised me for a couple of different reasons. But the first one um, I saw failure, and number one I was surprised that there were no openers. It was just failure, and I was just so surprised. And I guess it makes sense looking back at it, but I was so surprised about like by the reverence and fanaticism that the fans had for failure. Um, I guess fairly naive of me to think that bands don't that all bands don't have hardcore fans, but like those people were like, <laughs> like wait until you see this. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit! Uh, and they were really good. Like I was, I was surprised. Um, but I guess I mean if you're if you're touring and you're the only act on the bill. You gotta, you gotta bring it, and and they did. It was really good. Um, and coincidentally, the show that I saw right after that, um, the Melvins. I I don't know if I, I don't know if I've recovered yet. They were all wearing like uh like like um uh like skeleton onesies, except I think the bassist. No, no, except the the drummer wasn't. Forgive me for for having a blank a brain blank on on the Melvins drummer's name, but um, Buzz. It was just so bizarre. Um. It was exactly what you expected, I guess, but I was still just kind of taken aback. They played for one hour exactly, no encores, um, no communication whatsoever except the songs. There was no banter. There was no – I don't even think they introduced the band. Um, It was just weird. Um, Mm. So I was was surprised by that, I guess. But, yeah, I mean, there were – I mean, uh, most of the time I was surprised by just how much fun I had at a lot of these shows. Like I saw Camp Cope. I had wanted to see them for a few years. They finally came to the U.S. The Boston show was, I think, the first one of the of the tour, maybe the second. Um, And I just had most of these shows. I look back and like I had a great time at all these. Courtney Barnett, so fun. Yeah, Um, I think I think one one surprise or one nice thing to point out is I feel like. the openers were all great. I've seen, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. I mean, I feel like they probably were in the past, but I feel like people are really trying to like give the openers a lot more credit, give them more time mm-hmm. and allow them maybe to do more things because I mean, they kind of rocked. I mean, I saw, I was going to say the OGBMs were an opener. Uh, Briston Maroney opened for, oh, I love Briston Maroney. Yeah. He opened for uh, rainbow kitten surprise and he was mm-hmm. good again. I actually saw him open for Mount joy. Um, but I was yeah. going to say, uh, the Joy Formidable opened for the Front Bottoms. They kind of surprised right. me. I mean, I, I'd seen them once, like, just caught the tail end uh, when they opened for the Foo one time. But she was the lead singer. There's the whole band. It was such a joy. And they talked throughout the whole time. And it was just, that was really enjoyable, uh, mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the openers were all, like, good. I mean, so I thought that was cool. I think that, I mean, Petey was an opener, you know? Sydney Petey was Sydney an opener. Sprague was an opener. Sydney Sprague was an opener. Yeah, you're right. I saw Samia was an opener. One one missed opportunity that I'm really upset Motherfuck. about. Yeah. Uh, um, 
and this wasn't anybody's fault, but Carsey Everest was my first show of the year and uh, Barty Strange was supposed to open for them. And I was really looking forward to that. But I think either he or someone in the band got covid um, so wasn't able to make the trip, but it was cool because each member of Car Seat Headrest did like a solo thing, um, which was really cool. The guitarist has a solo project, and uh, the drummer and Will Toledo have um, have like a like a like a comedy rap solo side thing that they did, which was really really funny. Um, but yeah, we were we were really really lucky with all the shows that we were able to see. Um, uh, yeah. Band of Horses, they were an opener. <laughs> People forget. <laughs> exactly. People People forget. Yeah, and so. I think I think the last thing the last thing I'll say I, r- I wrote it down that you know I'm just really thankful to be able to travel and support artists that I love. Yes, and a lot of people that I care about, you know, artists mm-hmm. that I care about in their careers, and um, you know, I think this past year, I mean, like I said, 21, I feel like I saw shows, but I, I wrote down, I feel like they reignited something again, going to mm-hmm. these live shows, and just another, just a real a good year of music that I did need totally. uh, to kind of keep me keep my music you know my music fire going and whatnot use that muscle in your head yeah to keep keep the tickets on deck and stuff and not be afraid so yeah it's been it's been a great year of music yeah i totally agree so it's always always fun to look back uh and certainly we had a lot of good things to look back on this year in terms of shows and i hope everybody did i'd love to kind of hear what everybody's favorite shows were from this past year i think uh you know the listeners and, and we have a lot in common with them and I'm sure we saw a lot of the same shows and I attended it with, <laughs> I attended several of these shows with people that listened so all in all a great year really really happy about that so mm-hmm. that's good all right if you're still listening right now we want to say thank you uh, without you the listener this podcast would not mean anything so <laughs> it's really damn thing yeah so it's really nice to have people that get enjoyment and I uh, like to follow along, so please continue to do that. Share with your friends. You know, get us in the algorithm of other people's. So yeah, we other need people's to get phones. In that thing. Yeah, yeah, we got to bump the algorithm up. You know, that's our best friend right now. So mm-hmm. keep that up. Um, follow us, share us, and then um, if you'd like, like we said in the beginning, become a patron. That is the yep. best and most Season direct. Giving. Yep, the best and most direct way to support us and to thank our lovely producer drew mcfadden because you know we got to pay him we do have to pay drew because we can't expect him to do this for free and i and and we get that that's why we don't have a problem that's the thing like we we i expect you to do it for free you you expect me to do it for free but that's where the freebies end uh you know drew does great work and uh, we need to make sure that uh you know that he's taken care of well, so was, thank you for helping us yeah i was even going to go the opposite of like you know we we can't expect drew to do it for free so like as a listener you can't expect us to do this for free either <laughs> yeah you know what yeah fuck what i said you're right ethan <laughs> well you guys i mean you guys understand right i mean that's without like, us there's drew has jack shit to edit so i've learned that as, as i've gotten older it's like you can't expect people to do stuff for free no yeah at least I mean, you know if you, you know, offer and if they say no then like, okay no problem you, you know you're helping doing a solid but it's always nice to give a gesture so Mm-hmm. Um, now's your time now end of the time. year um we're not a non-profit write so you don't off. get any sort of tax and say you can write yeah, it write off it, yeah <laughs> write it off dude i mean yeah I mean, uh, this is the disclaimer we are not licensed uh, financial advisors and this none of this should be taken as explicit financial this is not advice. this is not financial advice <laughs> yeah none of this is financial advice so that keeps our uh, our lawyers uh, at bay so because we certainly have those because we're we're a big big enterprise oh yeah we got lawyers 
yeah, we've got everything. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Yeah, so you guys know what to do if you want to support us. Uh, right. Thanks for listening, uh, all that jazz. It's been a fun year uh, as we, we begin to uh, near the end. We have After this, we have two more episodes that come out in 2022. Um, and then we move forward uh, to another year, which is going to be going to be cool. We got we got yeah. some cool stuff coming. All right. Do you want to wrap it up with some songs of the week? Yeah, man. Uh, I think we should. Um, I think that's a really good idea. And um, I will begin. If yeah, you go okay first. I that. need to grab my phone. I'm gonna step away. But you just go one second. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll just I'll just start ripping and <laughs> pretend that you're here. So my song of the week. Um, yeah, it's. Um, I don't. I don't remember where I learned this song. I don't remember how I discovered it. I think I discovered it from a random Spotify playlist I was listening to, which sucks because we don't like Spotify, but we kind of like Spotify. But you know how that goes. But anyways, the song is called Poison, and it's by a band called Mood Ring, who I admittedly know nothing about. I've never. I, I haven't heard of this band before. They have 332 monthly listeners on Spotify, so now's a great chance that I hadn't heard of this band. You probably haven't either, so let's hear of it. Um, the song "Poison" it was released uh, last year, I believe, as a single, and it's just a, it's just a really really good indie rock song. They've got good um, good vocals on here, nice distorted guitar, um, and it was uh, you know I I love indie, I love indie rock, obviously, and uh, it was exactly what I needed to listen to. I found it I think like last week, and I listened to it a bunch, so. I think it's fitting uh, to be my song of the week. So that would be Poison by Mood Ring. Poison by Mood Ring. Yep. I love it. Yeah, let's let's book it. That's a good one. Yeah, I can't is. wait to listen to... How many how many followers did you say they had? Uh, it has 332 monthly listeners on Spotify, and this song has 7,000 plays on Spotify. So it's this is ground floor, everybody. So this go, is good go ahead and give that a listen. Let's... Uh, Let's listen to these bands that uh, make good music that you might not know about. So yeah. that's my that's my spiel for, for today. That's good. So <laughs> my song of the week, um, <laughs> I'm going to go with the song that Goose opened up their set with. <laughs> right on. And it is Flew Down. F-L-O-O Down. And it starts off with a real nice drum roll. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like it's just like a slow build for like three minutes while that, and like when they opened up, you know, it's like here they come. They start the drums and everybody, they just start hitting the hitting the music and doing like almost like classic fish where they, they just sound going and the yes. light the lights are going in the crowd and everybody's like you know sparking up and everybody's yeah. getting their arms warmed Getting up ready. and it's just like this crazy build to the beginning of the concert where they're all like they're all like oh you know here we go and they're just they're getting loose and it just builds and builds and it gets like more chaotic and people are like all right i guess we keep smoking they just keep doing stuff <laughs> yeah. they don't they don't know what to do they don't know when it's gonna drop and uh hell yeah and it just was such a, a such a build and then right into the concert it was just like whew, and uh, it was great. It was it was really fun. So I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna use the live version from Swansea, New Hampshire, in uh, 2020. So that's great. I, lo- I love that. <laughs> I I love that for you, and I love that for us. Yeah. Uh, on so the song of the week. Flew down. That we're on. All right. And yeah. I believe so. Go follow that playlist. Take a look at the, all the songs that we've chosen over the last two years. Mm-hmm. And um, that's it. Yeah, that's it. So we'll be back next week with episode 91. We have another interview on deck. And then after that, uh, celebrate the holidays, celebrate Christmas. We have an episode that is 
we've all been waiting for for a while. But until then, I hope uh, everybody uh, stays well out there. Take care of yourselves, and uh, we'll talk to you. That's right. Rock and roll, everybody. Have a safe week. See ya. So this will come out on December... Uh, December 12th. <laughs> Shit, that's Monday. Yeah, dude, it is Monday. It's crazy. Uh, Elijah's birthday is the next Thursday or Friday. Yeah, it was the, the 16th? Yeah. Yeah, because he and uh, his old girl used to share the birthday. It's true. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to bring us in. Let's yeah, do dude, this. Bring, bring us in. <laughs> Ready? <clears throat> Welcome back to another episode of the Grunge Bible Podcast. My name is Ethan.